Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Citizen. This week we're going to talk about back to CitizenCon 2019, episode 31. Uh, 31 episodes already. Dang. dang. So, uh, first, we have our special guest, uh, Mitchellcast. You want to say hi, Mitchellcast? Hello, everybody. You don't want to say anything more about yourself? <laughs> you said to say hello. I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, tell us more about yourself. You're special here. First time here. First time here. Um, been watching the podcast for a while. Uh, stoked to be among such illustrious company, especially you, uh, Mr. Fastcart, because I have uh, seen you on many podcasts, but I've never had a chance to actually uh, uh, get on one with you. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, as for who I am, I don't know. Star, Star Citizen Addict. Been following the project for a while. and like to come on shows and talk about it cool and we also have our two regular co-hosts starting with dg hello hello soul citizens i am back we're back for another one and you know we're gonna do the thing we're gonna watch sitcom 2019 and we're gonna have some commentary and i'm gonna be loud And Kimmy? Oh, yeah. How's everyone tonight? Uh, glad to be here, and uh, let's get it going, because this is the most recent CitizenCon that we're looking at, and uh, very shortly we're going to be looking at the present one. So, yeah, this is going to be a good segue into what's coming up uh, in the future Citizen CitizenCon uh, next week. I'm kind of excited that uh, that I got to be on for the 2019 one, to be honest, because I legitimately feel that this was, I'm just going to go out and say it, I think this was the best one, as far as just like what the information that we were given, and uh, what we got to see, etc. That, and I don't know, the, cr the crowd just seemed to be pretty just, I never, I, I haven't actually made one in person, but uh, I, I watched them live every year, and uh, this one was probably the best one I've seen so far. I'm yeah, not gonna I, lie. I, I, watched to... I, I watched everything live, but it was all a blur because it was so close to Thanksgiving. It's like, oh, did all this? I was looking at the playlist for the um, 2019 presentation, and I'm like, okay, I know I've seen those. I don't remember anything about it. I must have been them all at once. So they just went in one, in the, one, in one ear and out the other. What were you going to say, Kimmy? Oh, yeah. I, I was uh, kind of agreeing with Masochist uh, that. Um... It's one aspect where you're you're watching the citizen con but then it's a total different thing when you're actually there and experiencing uh the citizen con so uh it's it's good stuff though uh but there's two components to the citizen con uh event uh definitely i would recommend if anyone has not gone to one you have to do it you have to go to one yeah I was gonna Hopefully go this year. Though. I was trying, Kimmy. I was going this year. Also, thank you very, very much to X Nilo Omnia for your 101 bits. No, oh, thank you. I didn't see that. Thank you for catching that. And also, b b before we get into the presentation, I want to um, give a shout out for our, our next week's show. We'll be talking about the eighth anniversary. Um, we have most of the soul citizens on. I, you name it, they'll be, they'll be here. And it's, you know, it's culminating, this show tonight is culminating for next week, 
for um, like the, the, the Citizen Con 2020 or, or, or whatever um, CID is going to um, present to us. All right, so. Uh, well, before we start, uh, yeah, they're still working on 3.111. You have any predictions for 3.1? Do you think it'll, what do you think it'll hit PTU for everyone? Or when do you think it'll hit, you know, you think it'll be live before the 10th? Anybody, can anybody pick this up? Can I just jump into this one? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're in wave one, right? Or did it go to wave two? It's wave one right now. Yeah, I I don't I, I don't think it'll be it'll be uh, to uh, open PTU by the tenth. I think they'll try really hard, but uh, if it ha if it hasn't wit if it hasn't wit hit wave two already, nah. I I think I think that'll it'll just be uh, I think it'll uh, they'll just probably do something in the three point ten branch or something like that if they do anything in game. Though to be honest, like everything they've said, they've been just like disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. We're not doing anything this year. We're not doing anything special this year. We're not doing anything in game this year specifically. You know, like so I I don't think we'll really see anything special in game until uh, like the IAE. Uh, so a little later and, on, that I could see being in the 311 branch. In this particular case, I think CID is trying to have low expectations and then probably de deliver something not 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 you know not high, but you know something more than what they've been alluding to for the past you know few weeks. So I, I think have... they had something planned, but yeah, yeah, they're trying to keep the expectations low. Yeah, other than card. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think I think they're downplaying a lot of things and that they have something up their sleeve but um but i think people who are expecting like an in-game citizen con or a you know like a, a live stream thing when they've said over and over that they're not planning on doing that i think they're kind of setting themselves up for disappointment if i'm honest don't bet against mr roberts please <laughs> don't bet against this guy he uh knowing over the years how they develop and watching chris's habits uh He's date oriented. He's he's so detailed, but he's a stickler for these dates, and he knows that the crew, his crew, or, or the dev studios behind him are really pulling for him, and to really put out something that's special with the fact that we've been in uh, this pandemic the way it is, and the the disappointment in regards to meeting up in L.A. and revealing some really good things. Uh, don't don't bet against him. I would not. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I feel like this this Citizen Con was gonna be the big Squadron Forty Two reveal. That's why it was in L.A. They were gonna, you know, I think it was good. They, I bet you they were planning something big and star studded. And for that not to happen, I I could totally see him just being like, you know, flip the table, and you know, just whatever. So I, I think we'll get something, but I I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'll go ahead, consider if if they don't do anything, are they going to take a massive financial hit in what's usually their largest month of the year? Oh, this has been so good. They won't notice. <laughs> yeah, <No>. exactly. <laughs> I think it's more technical production of them uh, producing the goods as far as potentially something with Stanton, potentially something with Pyro, uh, more ships. More on the technical side, we'll see some things, but as far as that production of really revealing and, uh, you know, the showstopper type deal, 
I yeah. think uh, it's a good thing. You, you heard that saying, things happen for a reason. And I could see this realigning to next year of L.A. where they can really get things polished in and then really have those stars do the red carpet type of, of, of thing, uh, presentation. Yeah, you, you, you hit on what I was going to say. I, I was expecting them to do something like a red carpet or have the stars out from 2042 this year. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can get that next year. Okay, so let's get started with um, CitizenCon 2019. We're starting with the um, opening presentation. Here we go. Welcome to Manchester. Uh, hope you like that. That was done by our uh, marketing cinematic group, which uh, did an amazing job on the uh, Carrick commercial. Um, so it is awesome to be back here in Manchester. In uh, 15, it was actually the first time we showed the very beginning glimpse of the baby PU, we called it then. Now we have a much bigger persistent universe. Uh, so we're back here four years. It's actually where our biggest development area is. We have about 300 and I think 30 people working up in here in Manchester. So we're very, very happy to be here. Welcome to everyone that's joining us from around the world here locally and also everyone that's watching online live. Thank you for joining and watching us. And we also want to thank uh, the sponsors that have helped us out with the event. So we have LG, AMD, uh, Actina and Corsair who have all contributed equipment and helped out in general with the event. So thank you guys very much. Uh, and um, anyway, we're looking forward to giving you a, a great uh, show today. There's a lot of really cool panels. Uh, and we're actually going to do something a little different with uh, the demo this time around. We're going to have an opening uh, portion of the demo, and then we're going to come back at the very end of the day and, and sort of finish it up. Um, and just also to let you know that the auditorium panels that are going on that you guys can go and see during there, and there's some really Really cool and great ones. I also don't know if you guys are going to have a chance to check out Theatres of War, because uh, I think that's still in the early stages, but it'd be really great to have your feedback, and uh, I think it's going to be kind of cool and fun. Um, but the uh, auditorium sort of uh, talks will be available on YouTube in a couple of days for you guys. Um, and uh, so let's do our beginning demo and go from there. So first, uh, let me call our two on-stage demo players. So Glenn. Come on up. It's not, it's not a demo without Glenn. <laughs> and I think your first demo was the one in Manchester, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I did Gamescom first. Yeah. Oh, you did Gamescom and then we did the Manchester one, right? Yeah. yeah. There we go. So Glenn, it wouldn't be enough. He's got his boots on too. Uh, and we have a new uh, demo player, Sam. Come on up. Here we go, Sam. Sam is going to be the captain of the Carrick. There she goes. And she's sporting, as is Glenn, our fancy new uh, Carrick shirt. Very cool. Um, welcome up. And then finally, Todd Pappy, who is the live Star Citizen Universe Director. He will be joining me on stage.
And I have a couple of hidden individuals over there uh, that I will bring up here shortly when we get into the demo. All right, uh, okay, let's start it. So we're here in the Carrick uh, after, I don't know, quantum travel yeah. coming from somewhere. And uh, Go ahead, ahead. let's wake up out of bed. After he's done a fancy pan around the Carrick to show you. And we're out here, we're basically in orbit, in orbit around, around, around Microtech. Yeah. yeah. So to let you guys know, because I think it leaked on Reddit because it said coming in February, we're not quite ready to have the Carrick in the, in the initial 3.8 release, but it will be in a subsequent 3.8 release. So it's not waiting till 3.9. So I think in February we'll, it should be done, and that's mostly because we still have uh, some sort of LED stuff to do and some damage stuff and some of the finishing touches of the tech stuff. Uh, all right, so... They pretty uh, much cut that timeline, didn't you? Get dressed. Get dressed, put a jacket on. So it's the beginning of... We, we're still working on some of our... Uh, but ultimately, we're going to... There'll be a lot more sort of physical inventory and in what you're going to use, and you'll sort of see that, why it comes into effect later on in the demo. Uh, and uh, let's just do a little bit of a tour, maybe go off to the mess. Physical inventory. Grab a morning, a bit of morning coffee. Here's a pool table. If you're bored on a long journey, exploring the frontiers. There's a mess on the other side of the, uh, the living quarters. Out the window, maybe. Perhaps, yeah, we can't see the plan out. No, the it's, window, right? it's on, other on the other side. All right, let's have a little cup of coffee. So we had coffee in the last last Citizen Con demo. So yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> again, this this plays towards our actor status, which we'll get into a little bit later, where you will have to eat, you will have to drink stuff to stay alive. Again, we're not trying to make it so that you have to do it every hour or anything like that, but it is part of survival. And people heard this and lost their minds. Oh. Whoops. J just move. Oh, it's going to be a survival game now. Oh, good morning. Uh, this is one of our other players, Joe, on the Carrick. Uh, is the Foyt Reserve gone down again? Yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, uh, so, Joe was actually... Uh, Phil, can you switch to just have the comms that, sorry, yeah. uh, 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 the, the backhand services that there's the point board seems to be sticky here. Well, the exasperation in, in his voice there. Foyp's gone down now, oh. really? So here's Sam. <laughs> yeah. Something going on, going, going wrong in a presentation? That never happened. <laughs> Morning. So uh, her, voice, now. her voice isn't working either. Well, no, it's the FOIP servers are down. Yeah, so, so which I don't know, they were working. We we spun it just before you guys came in. It worked. Yeah. Now it's down. It was off the other time. So, so basically, so. Uh, she will be sharing a mission with us, and then at that point in time, 
Gwen will go meet a contact. Well, at least people know um, it's a live presentation. It's not like, you know, cutscenes or full motion video or whatever. So in 3.7, we, we introduced mission sharing, and um, obviously we still have some group work to do to make things feel fluid and getting in and out of parties and all of that. But basically, this is another step into making sure that, you know, it. we want people to play together um, or we want the players to at least have the ability or if they have the desire to play together yeah. to, to do uh, it very quickly. And this is, a, this is a mission to go down onto down to Microtech, which is the first time we're going to go down there and uh, visit part of it and uh, steal a uh, software encryption algorithm. So not just Silicon Valley, it's also here in Star Citizen Space. Uh, the encryption of algorithms are very important. Um, so we're getting that from Twitch. So uh, Glenn will accept that. And let's Microtech was a big head down. Deal. And what's, what's already happened is uh, Sam has sent one of our other players down to go and get uh, a couple items that you would need for the mission, which is a scientist outfit and a key card. So uh, Glenn is now going to go into the Carrick. Uh, into the Pisces, sorry, and head down to Microtech. So we're going to keep the Carrick up in order, and we're going to go down to uh, New Babbage on Microtech. So as you start seeing here, we are rolling out the new building blocks in the UI. Um, this has been a, a, a large initiative on our team to uh, basically empower our developers to actually uh, use it um, when they're banking things. Uh, so, and versus it, it being bottlenecked by our, our previous uh, smaller UI team. All right, that's the upper bridge in the Carrick, and uh, uh, see that? Through there, I think, is the drone room down on the left-hand side, I believe. Yep. Uh, and here is the uh, Carrick hangar bay, I mean, the Pisces hangar bay. I was watching a little bit of this this morning, or this afternoon, and I was like, I hope they have their helmets on, but no, they're not. I was afraid something like, you know, they might die because I'm a dead bug, but we'll see. Back, there's the two rear turrets and then also the engine room here, which is uh, another one of our players. So Glenn's going to ask him to open the hangar for him when he gets into the Pisces. But of course, since our um, back end VoIP service decided to die, and our back end stuff here, you just imagine it being said. Take, not a bad idea to take a pour. Could come in handy later in the mission. All right, let's go in the Pisces, Glenn. Open the hangar doors. Go. 
Pisces. Joe's going to come with us so he can take the uh, he'll take the ship uh, back to the to the Carrick after we've uh, got down there, and they'll rendezvous and meet with us later. Can we get uh, player two on uh, my screen left, please? Okay. Right, yeah. No, I need player one in the main screen. Player two screen left it was, but I think we're a little slow on our things. Um, okay. Back to player one. Thank you, Ashbase, for the follow. Can I get player one back on the main screen, please? Seeing the Pisces come out of the bay player was one, main pretty screen. cool, Thank I will you. say. Even yeah, though, like right. I said, I, I thought this uh, mission okay, was... Okay, that's player one on the screen right, main screen, know. please. Not, not my favorite part of the Citizen Con. Sorry about this. We had this going before. I don't know what's happening. Maybe upset some other people. Okay, there we the, go. Uh, All right, Glenn. The parasite. Should you put? Uh, <laughs> let's go exterior and then also get your landing gear back up. You have pretty landing gear going up. Go underneath this. This is a big. Okay, well. Yeah. All right. And uh, let's set a course to um, Microtech. Can I switch to have uh, player three on the screen to the right, the very right screen? Player three, please. should be the center screen. This whole demo, please. Okay. So we introduced we introduced space stations around orbit, around the planets. Uh, they will have HABs and basically other shops and all of that. So um, that will roll out with 3.8. So every planet, Lorville, Arcorp, Microtech, and then obviously we have Port Alisar. Yeah, and this is Port Tressler, which is the orbital station around Microtech. And as we're going to descend down to Microtech, I want to bring Ian onto the stage. Ian Leland is our art director of uh, the Persistent Universe. And 
So what, one of the big things that we're rolling out uh, with 3.8 is Procedural Planet Tech V4, which is pretty amazing. And I, Ian, I want you to start talking about it. Okay, hi everyone. So, Planet Tech V4, this has been a major tech initiative for CIG. Uh, it's something that we felt very passionate about working on, and some very, very clever people have been working on it. Fundamentally, previously, we couldn't have done a planet like this before, so we're really excited to kind of put it on screen today. One of the first things that you'll see is now we have what we're calling large-scale terrain shadows. So what this means is, even from space, you'll see really, terrain really formations like a mountain cast like long, beautiful shadows across the landscape. And because Microtech is largely snow, this is kind of important, right? Another principle of V4 is we want to dramatically reduce the amount of biome tiling. So what we want to do is that it should be a one-to-one. -one. So what you see in space is what you see on ground. The type of hopping, crossfading, we, we want to get rid of that com completely. So it should be a seamless transition. Also here, we knew it was going to do a cold planet. We thought it'd be really good to have a frozen ocean. So this was a brand new shader. It's my that impression that a lot of the popping and stuff and like that was, right uh, now, was the uh, Vulcan so renderer was supposed to fix that. On it. Huh. Yeah. Internally, we're just in That's love something I with hope this see technology. By the end of the year. It empowers better the or more Vulcan integration to be able to just create amazing artwork. Yeah. Or maybe quarter one next year. Ali Ali Brown is working hard on that. He's leading that. So one of the things that we've added is is basically, uh, and this will tie again into the actor system that we show off later, but. The planet, we, we call it the room system, basically, and the room system allows us to have humidity. But it could be a planet system. Yes, it, but it's a planet system. Basically an environment yeah. uh, container. So it allows us to do precipitation now, or humidity, based, and it's all systemic. So if it's a humid planet, then you'll get precipitation on the cockpit or on your visor. Or yeah, and like it will also affect together. things like planet the contrails and the yeah. effects, uh, and it's all tied in, uh, which later on graphics team. today we'll show more of. Uh, the other thing uh, that we can talk about, other than how beautiful uh, Prop Planet V4 looks, also the fact that, like, I don't know if you noticed, but it's like you don't see repetition of biomes. You don't see, I mean, it just seamlessly from the outside in, it's just smooth. It's they don't copy awesome. paste biomes today that we'll talk about the graphics tech behind it and also yep. just how they created the stuff. Um, and as we're flying here, a couple of one other I mean, thing I want to point out, which is not time, but the they Tech V4, but it's now uh, we've been sort of working on now. the flight experience, uh, and that's an ongoing project for the combat and the flight experience. But one thing that we'll roll out in 3.8 is what we call uh, the look ahead uh, setup for the cockpit. So if Glenn is flying around here, what we do is we actually take notice of where the velocity vector of the ship is going to be where the horizon line, if you're on a planetary body if in space, obviously you wouldn't worry about that. And also if you had a selected target and the view uh, basically gets uh, sort of biased towards that. And so as you're flying around, you'll feel the cockpit move around you. And it's quite similar if you see people fly, like Tarada does you know, really cool flying and he's got 
head tracking on, right? And you can see pilots generally look where they're going. And also if you're a racing car driver, you look where you're going. My one so complaint with that look ahead is uh, I find it's view. too sticky course, with, the, with like the targets. So I think it needs to break off looking towards your target the, uh, sooner. Chase camera stuff, so there'll be more fluid vehicle chase camera. You'll see it here, you'll see it a bit later on. Uh, and and uh, generally that's sort of stuff that we're continually uh, Would you prefer a slider to see how to say how sticky it'll coming be? Coming up to yeah, that, that'd work. So I'll give yeah, it to you, Ian. Also, another thing which is super interesting. A lot of love went into these pine trees. We have a lot of pine trees. We have a lot of very good well, artists working on them. <laughs> but the objects are being distributed and being informed done. by the terrain. Uh, so if you actually look at where those pine trees are, they're distributed real time. Previously, we was doing pre-baked masks, and that's where you see these pine trees being distributed into the valleys. It's very interesting. Also, another interesting thing is this planet data is also being utilized for things like game logic, VFX, things like that. Yeah, well, the, the VFX is determined by the biome and the environmental data, so you'll get mists rolling over mountains, Correct. depending on the atmosphere and, and the biome data. So it's I remember watching this procedural. and just thinking like just how stunning okay, so we're coming into uh, the outer Microtech was, but it's here. funny that, you know, One since this, most important it's, it looks even better now this with all the planet they put in this keep improving. Point, Area 18, so as we fly over, we wanted to remove these vehicles There's we no had to previously build around these landing zones. So when you look down there, you can land uh, there. A lot of you asked me previously, is like, why can't we land there? So that's been live. a huge initiative. Yeah. Well, we're also, we're also for 3.8, significantly improving the no-fly zone and how yes. you visualize into it. So we won't have like this big ugly mesh that just gets in the way and, and blows you up. So I think that will help in most locations. But yeah, you can definitely see the Amen. sort of learning that's gone over multiple landing zones, no flight zones. Uh, coming to fruition in New Babbage, which to me feels update. like probably the best of our sort of cityscape so far. Yes, we're very proud of it internally. Here you can see one of the signature buildings of New Babbage. This is what we're calling the Aspire Grand. Good job, Glenn. Let's see if we can get through there. Fancy dancy. One interesting thing. The Aspire thing. Grand is probably where, if you were starting in on New Babbage, it would yes. be one of the places you would have your hab. I've got a slide to show you later on today what the view out of that's where the hab's going to be. So if you want your home base or your land, your uh, hab to be on New Babbage, that's where it's going to be. Yeah, and we, we will not necessarily 3 8, but we're going to start tr transitioning next year. I love the music here. people start on the various planets. Versus I had this song on repeat when it first came out on YouTube. Thurston or Microtech or Crusader, um, you know, or Area or um, Arcbor, and then that would be sort of your starting base in terms of playing the game. And we also understand that you want to get in and out very quickly, so again, that's why we're putting HABs in the space stations round, so then I you can it. stay there. Can get in and out very quickly. Oh yeah, no, I was yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in spaceports, we will like have uh, like uh, like motels in airports. We'll have yeah. that as an option when 
you land or not, and then also you can have a more your sort of permanent apartment in the city, so yep. to speak. And you just pick where it is. So uh, I think we're gonna be we're just heading now to uh, the kind of new Babbage uh, interstellar spaceport, uh, which is actually not it's across the frozen lake. Or it's ocean. across the lake. One yeah. interesting thing is when we were designing New Babbage is we actually scouted, geographically scouted, where they would build a landing zone. So we built it around this nice water feature. Very nice. Glad you didn't ask to land, did you? Where was that? That was I hope. Yeah, she's just greeting me. What's that? She's greeting me. Oh, she's greeting you. Okay, right. Right. And this is pretty, I mean, new, the new Babbage spaceport has a lot of uh, hangars. And it has twice the capacity of previous spaceports. And Chris laid down the challenge, said, Ian, let's, let's try building a spaceport in the side of a mountain. And we were like, Okay, Chris, let's, <laughs> let's give it a try. Oh, I want to show up those nice Microsoft miners. <laughs> so we've been working on our comms calls uh, internally to get what we would consider a gold standard on that. And then we will slowly roll that out to every every AI. Yeah, yeah, and then we still, uh, yeah, but, uh, still have a little on the interaction in terms of requesting it and stuff like that. But yeah, let's head in. Come on, Glenn, you can do it. Come on, Glenn. What are you new? What? <laughs> Twenty meters a second. Just, I think he just wants to make sure he doesn't blow up. Gun shy after last after the citizen con before this. Just a bit. Or maybe they had an, an incident during practice or rehearsal. And I, I, I knew, I knew, and there's. You can see the AI, and this is just a small landing pad, right? This is a small. So this hangar. is only a small one, just to let you guys know. I think we have small, medium, large, and extra, extra large. large. So yeah. that's just to give you an idea of scale, which I think one of the things that's great with Star Citizen is just that level of scale that can go from, you know, a coffee cup all the way up to a planet. Choose. Okay, and let's uh, go and find Rob, who's gone ahead of time and got us, gotten us a uh, Microtech Science coat and a fake ID. It's just like going out drinking when you're 16. <laughs> that was I never did that. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 
So just one one thing to note on 3.8. So micro. So I, New I'm not sure I mentioned this, but Microtech. At least the there. AI is all um, working. And actually, when we roll out V4, we had to redo every single planet and every single moon. So we did that actually in two months, yes. which is a testimony of how quicker the workflow is. So not only is the quality better, but the workflow is much better because we basically redid everything that took us about two years and two months, uh, which is really good sign for the future and creating uh, more content. But in 3.8, we will have Microtech, uh, but New Babbage itself won't be available as in a- the as a, as in, in, internally, yeah. it will be there externally, and then in 3.9, the the full of New Babbage will All be there the where you can go and yep. visit the various areas of it. Uh, and now I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about the spaceport here, just to... Well, he's got to make his call first, but we'll see if it well, if I think, I, works. I think the VoIP things, unless they restarted the server, I don't know, the service down. All right. <laughs> so the contact says, meet me in the garage area. Yeah. We're, we're trying to show group gameplay, yeah. but uh, the the VoIP service, which is what sends the the voice and also the animation face data, it's been really finicky on our server here. So, so as Chris mentioned, um, New Babbage is going to be our first landing zone where we're not building it in the utilitarian art style. Uh, previously, we've made things like outposts. And is still really uh, finicky. That's style, out, honestly what I prefer as, uh, as opposed to, to any sort of look ahead is uh, so void facial tracking. Is a, mm. a kind of a worked really well in 3.8. 3.9 didn't work at all. 3.10 hit or miss. And I think we get to New Babbage by that hyperloop. Like if you look, Glenn, yeah. if you look in the yes. yeah, but you head track on it, like a head track on the, the hyperloop, right? Yes. It, gets, yes. it gets to the New Babbage, which has all these different. Uh, yeah, using it as a track IR. areas or oh. uh, shop areas, the domes. And stuff like that. But I don't actually have track IR. So this is our Cortina-like uh, microtech. Yes, uh, yes, the greeter. Greeter. Here's a funny joke. What do you call a mobile risk computational unit that is completely made out of helium? Moby gas. Can I help you with anything else? Are there more jokes? I think there are. Yeah. <laughs> So bad. I, I get it. <laughs> Which standard Earth month has 28 days in it? All of them. Yes. Yep. All right, let's go. All right, you can thank uh, Dave. Can I help you with anything Haddock else? and the writing team for that, right? Yeah, thanks, Dave. <laughs> really? The Chris write these jokes. All right. It was nice chatting with you. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your visit. Okay, so let's uh, let's head to meet up with Rob and uh, get our fake ID <laughs> and uh, lab coat. <laughs> so this is how you would access the garages that we have so you can drive around the city and drive around the planet ah over here you must be glad i am i think you'll find everything you're after just over there Ooh, over there thank you <laughs> Just a quick update. 
Ay, madre. So, uh, it's early days yet, but the idea <laughs> is uh, that all the outfits, like the cloth outfits you have, Them will be physicalized physics, man. later. So we have Show a few cloth stuff that I think can. we've shown uh, in early days before, but you'll be able to take your jacket off, drop it on the ground. Yeah, I was a maid writer, that's probably why I remember this part. Um, and so we're, we're moving towards having everything physicalized, so if you're flying somewhere, and you'll see this why it makes a, a why it's important, in the yeah, it looked demo. really good when they pulled yeah. it off there, but you know, if you're actually sure looking you're at it sitting on there, the, the tail of the, the coat right was kind of like hovering uh, and right, twitching weirdly uh, off the suits, side of the table. Armor, and we're also going to be cool that they're working on, on it, though. Giving you positive and negative Mate, so, like, that would just be a suit, that's not something you can see. It was just the wind. The AC was on full blast. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So we grabbed the chip already. Yeah, so we got the chip. Yep. Okay. Let's uh, let's head up and get on the uh, worker shuttle to the Microtech uh, research facility. And this is a, this is sort of an do, example do, do. of a even Chris Roberts wanted to want some chips. Mission, not and even Chris Roberts came out. Yes. We're building uh, that so there will not be even Chris Roberts challenges that are sort of nope. universe, you know, AI. Environmental challenges versus just also the general, you know, PvP emergent gameplay that can happen. Okay, let's hopefully that works. Oh, all right, we're through. If only the turnstiles in Boston would work that well. Or the ones in Chicago, Same, for that matter. <laughs> And then there, there you are. Okay, Microtech, home of the Moby Glass. Okay, see, no, no more of those. The silly button with the interaction on. You're actually interacting straight with panels. And that is again, as Todd was saying, part of what the building block UI is going to allow us to embed UI and interactions much easier in the in the game. So we're up on the the rooftop shuttle. Area. And so one thing that we'll get into later, but we have the player status system is now extending beyond oxygen into temperature. As you can see that it's cold. I don't know if you noticed, but we are actually have breath coming out of our mouth. Um, and if you want to look around your uh, we can, third person, we can sort of see you breathing, I guess. So th another big thing that was just seen was basically AI transitioning from one zone to another zone. It's cold. Yeah. See, he, he should be wearing his nice warm. Uh, all right, let's get on, Glenn. But yeah, so hot. like Todd was saying, it's early stages yet, but um, you know we have AI transitioning between zones and grids, nav meshes, so. Theoretically, you can have an AI come fly, a whole group of AI fly in, land, a whole bunch of troops get out, say, the back of a cutlass as reinforcements Correct. in a combat and you fight, which is uh, you know, something we haven't been able to do up to date, so it's really quite cool. And uh, this, is a, this is actually an AI flown yep. ship that's 
taking us on a shuttle towards the research this facility. This Valkyrie skin works so well in Microtech. There we are, so... This is the end of part one. We've got some cool stuff that will come back at the end of the day in part two. Uh, oh yeah, to uh, show you some even bigger stuff we're working on. So, uh, so that's just a little bit of a taste to set up some of the panels we've got going on, but we've got some really cool, nice surprises later on. So the, the closing one, uh, stick around for that, please. Uh, I think you will be happy. Uh, and uh, we're going to have a great day today. I think if we pull up uh, the schedule uh, for what's happening, here we are. I don't know if you guys are aware of who's enlisted, but we have the uh, Theatres of War happening right now, which is uh, uh, I, very, very cool. Um, the marketplace is awesome. It's a combination of a whole bunch of community booths as well as some of our other stuff. Uh, and yeah, check out the panels. There's some really interesting, great stuff. Uh, Jared, over here, do you want to sort of, we'll pull up the next card and you want to talk about what's up and coming? There you go. Hello, Jared. And I'm looking forward to seeing all you guys uh, a little later on this evening. And I hope oh, he's clean saving in this one. Great, great, great day. Thanks right, so much, thank Chris. You. You're welcome. I don't think I've ever seen Chris with a shadow. <laughs> All right. So that was the end of part one. What do you guys think? Starting with Metro Cast. Uh, I definitely have a saltier kind of uh, view about um, about this presentation. I actually thought this was one of their weaker presentations um, from CitizenCon just because it was so obviously fake and wasn't going to be in the game anytime soon. Like, especially when you get into the second half and you start seeing like the behavior of the AI and how the like stealth mechanics were obviously faked and not working. To me, it just, it, it felt really produced for like a wow factor, but it didn't really feel like something that was anywhere close to being playable. As opposed to like 2018, where you saw Hurston and the down satellite mission, you know, that one was, playable that year you know whereas this one that they've shown is still nowhere close to being something that you could actually play not not only because you know it, it ends up being a uh, you know jump to another system but just because there's there was just a lot of aspects of that uh of that uh demo that are still you know a year out at least so, Let me push yeah. back a, a little bit on that. I mean, some some of it, it, it is in game then, though. Like um, um like Michael Tech. Yep. The play, the, and the, most of that was put your was um some sort of before, and that's in that's in game. There was uh, yeah sure there were some aspects of it that are that are in game, but there's still like key aspects, like for example uh complex well honestly too like the complexity of the mission it, that, that's another thing that we're not getting until we get the dynamic mission system until we get uh like more development on sequential missions until we get iCash, you know to track the little like key badges and you know and uh 
lab coats and all that kind of stuff. Uh, AI FPS behavior, like I said already, is like way, way off. Um, AI behavior as far as like AR transportation, you know, them being able to land at a station, pick up at their NPCs, fly to another location, etc. Like all that is is blocked behind major tech hurdles right now. And we knew that back in 2019 when they were showing us this. So that's kind of why, like, I watched this and I was like, okay, it was pretty, but like, eh. So that's my opinion. How about you, DD? I'm slightly inclined to to agree with Mesocast. Like, it's a lot of beautiful things to see, and that's wonderful. But you know, you get to a point where you're tired of seeing beautiful things, and you would like something yeah. that works. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You would like gameplay. You would like, you know, them to start building gameplay around all these wonderful things that they're giving us. Cause I'm after a while going out and looking at things gets repetitive. I want to play and there's just not a lot of gameplay in Star Citizen right now. Mm. I mean, I guess it depends on what you're into. Like, I'm I'm into the market, and I need the economy to, to be in game. But some people are, are, are a lot right. of people are enjoying the mining aspect and another aspect that are currently in there. But yeah, I mean, I like mining, and mining is great. But right now, I don't really do a lot of going out and making a lot of money because nine times out of ten, my money on gets wiped at the next patch. So. You know, it's a lot of hurry up and wait with Star Citizen. Yeah. And while I love the game, I'm just, you know, kind of tired of the wait portion of it all. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that's pretty much where I'm at right now, too. I'm, I'm like a chronic Star Citizen optimist for the most part. But, yeah, I, 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 just, we, I just really want to see some of these big tech blockers out of the way so that we can start seeing more of more of this pretty stuff you know what i mean yeah. actually playing it instead of just watching mm -hmm. demos yeah how about you kimmy oh yeah you guys uh make good points there and in regards to uh presenting some kind of content they had to really do some things on the fly but again when you're talking yeah. about the foundational tech uh, at that time, a lot of that wasn't really expressed to us in general about that. Um, so in looking at looking at it in that perspective, we were all clamoring for just to be able to see microtech and the physicalized realization of uh, microtech and what that would be like once we get it in our hands. And so there was a, a, a certain distance of what we were focused on, but to the points of what you guys mentioned, into what really what was happening behind the scenes uh, until uh, SIG was ready to just reveal those underlying tech hurdles and those foundational building blocks, we didn't have a concept of what that, what that meant going forward. But then, you know, most recently they started saying that uh, they brought out, oh, iCache, uh, server-side object container streaming in its detail. And that was just to say that it's been fully realized by them. It was possible. It was doable. So we had we've we we have only a certain inside track of what's going on behind the scenes until they're sure of what's going to be set to us in the forefront. So, yeah, with the mission things, I think that could 
that could definitely be realized on the back end and, and probably be even improved upon. Uh, but they had to create something to give the crowd to see these are potential things. But when we when we were looking at this at that time, it was all about the carrot. It was all yeah. about microtech, a fully realized uh, environment, which was totally different and something we were clamoring for as well. So they were they were doing things on two fronts. Uh, yeah. Present presenting the, the what is now, uh, showing you the potential of what's what's to come, and then within the studio, their fully realized tech that they now had a uh, a good aspect of to bring to the forefront to us to say it's really realized, it's truly realized now, and now here we, we're going to share these details. Now we we have this conversation on iCash, uh, server side out contain <clears throat> container streaming, uh server ticks, the timing of servers working in conjunction, you know, and, and now the, the economy system with uh, Tony Z working at a lower tick rate. So it's, it's tough, you know, when we're talking about the aspect of patience, but at the end of the day, uh, this game does so much more than your conventional AAA bargain bin Steam type games, you know, so uh, it, it, it's it's a it's a polarizing effect where you have to wait on this. But uh, I'm hey man, I'm I started in 2013. I'm saying let's go, let's get it done, and uh, yep. I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. <laughs> I'm sure. not going and, anywhere. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not going anywhere either. But again, it just uh, I just thought I thought they could have been a little bit. Actually, it was uh, Black Intellect. Black Intellect and Chad even even kind of illustrated this really well. He's saying that these these demos need to be a little bit clearer on like you know what 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 they're what they're working on. Like obviously, that's what they were trying to demo, right? Cloth physics, you know, the yeah. dynamic mission system stuff like that. Like they're trying to tell a story too about like about what missions you can expect to see in Microtech. Uh, and stuff like that, you know, the more corporate espionage kind of Silicon Valley style. I get that they're trying to tell a story there, you know, but it would just be uh, yeah. nice to have some insight on what is coming now and what is further down the horizon. Yeah, it's yeah. harder to be excited about things when you see things and you're like, oh, that's really cool, but it could also be four years before I get to interact with them. <laughs> Well, it's also really damaging from a new player's perspective that sees this and thinks like, oh, my God, you know, like, yeah. I'm going to be able to play this right yeah. now, you know, and then it's point. like a year later and we don't, we've got, you know, maybe 50% of the things they demo in there, you know, um, but, but I, that is, it is an interesting perspective to look at it from it, it saying kind of like, like Kemi, like you were saying, where you're just, you're looking at the, the watching the demo as, as if it was like, the work of a bunch of the you know the people who are working on this game kind of kind of putting together a visual representation of what it is they're actually working on that that's an interesting way to look at it for sure mm. well i mean i i i, I enjoyed the, the the first look at microtech i enjoyed watching the v4 tech that was coming online that's yeah and, and you know even though they didn't give a timeline for a, a lot of this a lot of this, like you said 50 percent is probably in in the game right now i also like to see in the cat and the pisces i don't i don't own it as the one but it was good to see them like not, i know a lot of people who do so i'm glad they um got, it, got their first look at, at, at those ships and also, I mean, the cloth mechanic, that really impressed me. Um, it still does. 
but I mean, I was blown away when I first saw it. Like they had like one, I think it was a Gamecom. They had the um, a ship covered yeah, with the, um, with the cloth. Yeah. So and you know, so I'm I'm always impressed with, with with that kind of stuff. As far as the missing part goes, um, it's not the kind of mission I would want. So I, 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 that's why I, I I gave it a pass. But I, you know, for some people who who may, who may run that kind of mission, yeah, I can see maybe it's not um, up to their standard. All right. So let's go to part two. So anyway, I was just going to say, uh, hopefully you guys have had a good day so far. There's been a lot of really cool panels. Uh, I think uh, Tony uh, Z's last one was pretty cool. It's showing you how we're going to have a very dynamic uh, universe on a high level. Uh, so, uh, and obviously the stuff we had with the various things like the Planet Tech V4, ships, characters, UI. So hopefully you guys got to see some of that. And the marketplace was great. You guys are always great. Uh, and, um, well, this is the end. Uh, so hopefully we've got something special for the end for you guys. Uh, so last year, at the end of CitizenCon, uh, I had the sort of road to release roadmap. Uh, and, uh, you know, as of last year, we said, well, we've achieved seven of those 12 uh, that we'd um, set out to do, starting with the hangar and going all the way to, uh, you know, location persistence and Planet Tech. Uh, but, you know, since then, uh, we delivered the OCS and band culling at the end of last year, which I think made a big difference on the client performance. Uh, and, you know, we've got a few things that we're doing this year. So, there you go. So, we've showed it, but um, uh, Planet Tech 3.5 is what we did last year. Sorry, I'm behind on the... Can I not get this up here? Otherwise, I'm going to have to look. More to Mato's point. I think they're probably going to uh, do something like this this year. So then, we had ship purchases, week. ship rentals, which is actually quite cool because you don't have to buy with cash any of the ships. You can rent or purchase them with yeah, money I could see that. in the game. Um, uh, to be honest, and they've, we've done also a, been they've done a really good job of keeping of life, this close to the vest. For some, uh, you know, which is, you saw a little bit of that in Alpha 3.7. We're more serious about that. So really we've moved the teams to the six-month cycles. On, We're still delivering. Because they have no expectations right now. They cannot let expectations be out of hand with this. So they have no choice but to play it close to the chat. I think it gives them more time to do good work and iterate and Agreed. give you a better Agreed. experience. Because yeah. they can show us something that's amazing and then we can all be surprised and be like, holy you know, crap. Of, say, and if they show us something that's combat, not as amazing, uh, we can still like, be like, wow, that's pretty cool. They did something you know, for us at all in a really a, difficult you know, time. Especially when they said that they weren't going to do anything. Exactly. And if they do nothing, you know, we can all, they have, all we have to say is that they told us several times over they were going to do nothing. Back to your point, sir. So presenting something and are we don't our see it or it's make sure that way the game experience off, uh, now a couple of is, years you know, from now. 3.7 yeah. I think is probably our most stable uh, release today. 
<clears throat> but the game experience now is good, and then it's just I improving think it's about as we go on. Pyro, it's um, about Crusader. So, it. this is what's coming up next. So, in 3.8, we are going to have nice the very to stop first up my iteration of running into server side when I come OCS. out quality of life we, we definitely need that before it gets out of hand and they go to another system and it's way out of hand. just give me eye cash man and like and, and you guys didn't like, know seriously it, didn't I, I think, I think thing, yeah but the I, I can go on about this. this morning was I running talk it, over the video too much right now is running socks and you'll understand so much more than an inventory system as we get into the demo uh assuming it doesn't crash which you know you never know uh <laughs> uh and uh to let you know so the so it's the first iteration of the server-side OCS. So we have uh, like server persistence in the session of the server. So the server, whenever it uh, you know it leaves an area, it streams stuff out. It remembers the state of all the items and all the stuff that was there at that time. But it won't. It doesn't persist beyond the server session. The bigger thing, which we've talked about in the future, is sort of the iCache, which is the full persistence. Uh, so platform persistence is one other thing that we're putting in the 3.8, which is what was is basically a halfway house to the very full persistence. But the platform persistence is going to allow us to save off the alpha UEC that you've earned. Also, any items or ships that you've bought or rented in the game are going to so they're, they're going to get good. saved off to the platform in the same way that we record all your. Um, shop cash purchases and so when a new release comes we can re-entitle it back to the account in the same way we do for everything that you do and the the plan with that is to not have to wipe between uh you know iterative releases on a major release and potentially even from one release to the next and you know we do reserve the right if there's like a major issue or a major rebalance or we have to redo the database on a, a major release then at that particular time, we may have to wipe it. But in general, the goal is to let you guys make money in the game, earn things, collect things, and not have it wiped every time we do a new release. So, so we're, and, and so we're aiming to ship that with, that will hopefully be, that should be with the 3.8 patch cycle. Uh, and now, uh, Planet Tech V4, which we obviously sort of unveiled at the beginning, and there was some really cool panels about it during the day, uh, which I think is going to, I mean, just the quality of, the, I mean, not just Microtech, but going back to the old places like Daymar or Salon is whole new, a <laughs> whole new world. Um, you know, one of the focuses we've got upcoming too, which is, which we've not particularly managed to show well this morning, uh, is the social group gameplay, but that is a focus for us to make sure that the FOIP and the VoIP and the group gameplay stuff works well. It's important for us to get stuff working for, you know, as uh, Sean mentioned, for the theaters of war, but just in general, playing, grouping up with your friends in the universe, doing stuff. Uh, and so that is a focus, and you'll see us iterating on that uh, for 3.8, uh, 3.9, and onwards. Uh, you know, more robust missions. So we've got That's something they succeeded uh, some with this year for sure. New party that, uh, system and stuff you know, like that is way yeah, better than it was. AI yes. into some of the missions, like say the rescue, the hostage. By on the long and far. We had an ATV. We're showing very early yep. version of it. And just the fact that we now uh, have a money. Be in like and there'll exchange. be some other ones. <laughs> oh God, yes. Uh, it's so yes. wonderful. Like thank God. Yeah. 
Also, that was a game changer. Sort of early, Literal game changer. Like, you mean we can all go out mining and then split the money without it being a weird 20 minute process? Yep. The current uh, operating core, then, uh, cost, uh, of course. Sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll take it, man, year, if I, I never have to use another uh, beacon. So <laughs> if I never yeah, have to use another beacon, it will be too soon. Us to save yep. everything, okay. <laughs> period. So you can take your coffee I lost mug, over a million trying to do a beacon transfer that oh, just disappeared. No. Yeah. Get back on your carrot, Ouch. fly away. And someone else could go to that forest and see this, that coffee mug, come or you could come can. back and see it if someone else hasn't stolen yeah. it. Uh, and so the, 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 and that, that, that iterates to every, every, uh, every, every dynamic item in the game gets saved off. So basically, we save the state, it goes back to a cloud database, it's what we're calling the iCache. Uh, of course, there'll be some stuff like, you know, not you know, I we, we want to be smart where like people can't like stack a thousand turtles in a place. So obviously we'll we'll have we'll have some policies on the items. So at some point when we're saving it to the database, we'll say, well, Ceiling. this is a low importance item. There's too many in this area. Uh, so therefore, and this one's been around too long. So we just won't bother saving that to the database. And then you'll just sort of be like, oh, you know, someone came along while you weren't there and uh, took the turtle or cleaned it up. Uh, but in general, uh, you know, it, so the permanent structures. So one thing that gives us is the nope, ability for you as players <laughs> to go around the universe and ultimately, you know, you want to create your own base somewhere, create your own homestead. You should be able to settle down and put a base there, and it will be recorded back to the iCache, and you can come back to it, and it will be there, and it, it will persist. Uh, and so I think the opportunity for emergent gameplay that comes from that is going to be Fantastic, because as you saw with what Tony was doing in his presentation before, we're going to have dynamic resources in the universe. We're also going to persist those. So they'll be finite, so there'll be only so much you know, gold or adenite or whatever it is on various Thanks for the subscription, Carlisle Gaming. Seven Carlisle Gaming. the other name. And there's an especially rich seam. I can see a group of players coming, setting up camp there and starting to mine the resources. And then I can see some other groups saying, oh, well, that... That's great. I want some of that. They show up, and you know, you basically have two groups battling out, and then there's a whole business that's going to be involved in, you know, supplying more weapons or logistics or healing people or bringing. Don't you know, worry about myself. Uh, consumables I that people need. So I, I think there, there's going to be this like dynamic, evolving uh, system that will be incredibly interesting and compelling, and I'm really looking forward to that. And that's enabled by the full universe persistence, which is, like I said, the full persistence of all items, ships, characters, and also persistent tracking of the resources. Um, and then the last thing, uh, which uh, we won't, I think, get to by the end of next year, but we'll be very close to it, is server meshing. And so everything we've been doing up until then, and that's when I think everything fully comes alive, is the server meshing allows us to have a lot more players in the same area. but the the work that we've done on the uh, kind of server-side OCS, where you can change the point of view of the server arbitrarily anywhere around uh, and save off state is, is exactly what you need for server meshing. Because what happens in a server, if more people arrive, say, I don't know, in don't New Babbage, it, and you suddenly go, oh, you know, we can only run 100 keyboard. people or whatever. <laughs> I'm not huffing the can there, uh, buddy. And there's now <laughs> 201 people. You say, OK, I'm going to spin up a second, second server. Here's another view onto 
new Babbage and these players are on that and you just that keep server meshing comment right there man the load that's another reason and, why and, a lot of people so are distrustful of stuff that yes, cr says he was thinking and like and you know end of this so that's the end of this year and now it's looking like oh we're nope, already that's starting to work gonna be into next year guys we need to start delivering some of this stuff because then that's going to allow a sort of and they have actually seamless the biggest uh, issue is that he's always a little bit overly optimistic uh, about the time way, frame. It's not that they can't do the work, it's yes, that with the we'll timing. Do, he's just always like, oh yeah, we can do this in a few months, but he's not really considering the red tape. I think he just thinks about what his devs can do and how quickly they can do it, but he doesn't consider the red tape that's wrapped around all of it and how far and long it's going to take to push through it all. And I get it, you know, like I get that game dev is a fluid process and you never really know you know like what how how, how uh, things are gonna go but just like stop just... giving timelines just stop agreed. it yeah agreed <laughs> or or if just say like far future smaller things that we're going to be working people on always is, remember the mesh timeline they don't remember the stuff like that is actually delivered uh, early like um which is your planet very, very he, he, he talked about that uh, so we have some dedicated teams a while ago and like a few line. months later a few weeks later they had it yeah well i remember specifically them saying we can't do it sorry and then next thing you know we have procedural planets so for everything like this a few like that also in terms of you know the feel of combat and all the rest of the stuff. Uh, we're going to be adding, uh, obviously, more loops. Yeah, he's in the next tough up, position. Got, uh, 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 sort of fueling, refueling, fuel collection. Time, uh, then it'll be salvage. Or, uh, more content, obviously. Time and then and still a bit. We'll see what happens. He's still going to get that win. So, why is it taking so long? Uh, yeah, uh, now we've done that, it's we're going to head into our demo. But at first, let's just recap. Uh, and and uh, I'll get a Todd Pappy up here with me, wherever he is. Hello, Pappy. Come on. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what was that? So, just in any good TV show. Pappy. realize how tall Todd, Todd Pappy is until you see him standing next to people. Yeah, we, we had a conversation next to each other 2018, and uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty tall. But I think uh, Josh Coons, who worked on the Cutlass Black, this dude is 6'6", six, six, dude. Oh, no way. I didn't know Yes, that. he's towering. <laughs> Huge. All right. So we're on. Uh, the Microtech shuttle to the lab. Can we get the quadrant? All right. And by the way, Glenn is uh, actually on a AI flown ship here. So, and that is something longer term that we're, we're going to be working on, which is AI doing things like taking you a shuttle from a space station down to the ground or various locations that you could go to without having to fly to yourself. So think of it as a bigger version of the transit system. 
this is the bright planet, I'll say that. I feel like I need sunglasses just to watch this sometime. Man, like I was seriously considering here's getting one those, of the, the blue that, light video game glasses because sometimes when I go here, it's just so rough on my eyes. I'd love it if they got the like proper moons, yeah. sunlight reflections off the snow too, so you like legitimately did need some sunglasses. Too much. Basically, multiple entries, multiple exits. Obviously, with outposts, you got one way in, one way out. Uh, so for us, um, from a design standpoint, you know, this allows us to build these in a modular way so that we can have different entrances, different exits, different room layouts, different mission content associated with it. Uh, from there, you know, then we start looking towards towns and villages. And then obviously we have our, our main cities. Man, if we could just get these server tick rates up so that we could actually yeah, and, have NPCs and, flying think, around yeah, like this, sort of it would go a long way to making Star Citizen feel a lot more uh, fresh and alive. And yeah. Thinking about doing uh, in the longer term, not 3.8 obviously, but 3.9 or months beyond that. Of course, it's cold here in Microtech. I cash. I feel like this was a bad group to put Kimmy on with because he's so <laughs> unfailingly optimistic. Oh, I, yeah. And I feel I, like we're oh, just no, dragging I'm, I'm real, him down. <laughs> no, I'm realistic. I'm realistic. I focus on the tech. So you'll see tech. now that we've entered into the room. And the, you, you know, it's, it's the hard when you. The temperature that the character feels changes and he you know, actually starts returning back to normal. And I kind of not focus on it as much because it's not going to help you at all <laughs> yeah I, honestly it's only going to add to your frustration so I, yeah. i'm good at filtering that stuff out i typically am too i'm just feeling a little bit of burnout right now that's why i've mostly kind yeah. of stepped back and i've just been like you playing some other games and stuff like that exactly yeah, hopefully uh, our trusty id card still works and me i'm just a real fun time <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just, I'm naturally a cynic. And we take a look out I'm the side glen out the window bit. Just, I am, I'm here. the kind of person who's so going to So one other thing, which we're going to get into a little further, we actually you know take what a mean? look outside. And it's not um, that I don't so, love the thing, uh, the it's that thing I expect that more from it. Dynamic weather. And, uh, and so actually the CID has been so good at so many things, I really do expect them to be better kind of these smaller things no. that aren't Glenn, really a big deal and should be Glenn, done already. Can you look at the window? Maybe not the bigger ones. I, you know, give them a little leeway with those, but so if you take I a just look, don't if you have go a lot of... Out here, where the trees go to the and left see, a I, I don't really think about it like that, personally. I don't think like, oh, this should yeah. be done or whatever. Yeah, it's just, for me, the burnout I'm feeling is knowing so, that, all right, we carry on. like, we're not going to so see storm any major in right now. content additions. Until a we get but, uh, eye cash the weather sim the and the, weather the fact simulation, that we haven't seen eye cash uh, yet, and probably won't uh, by the, the end of the year, the just wind, makes me kind of go. Uh, temperature. Ugh, I gotta feels, take a step right? back because I know that basically what we're and gonna it, have in the game for now, so, and, uh, until we see eye cash and likely a quarter or two after, is the same thing we've been seeing fully, fully for the last two weather, plus years. Uh, which would be volumetric uh, planetary crowds and. Uh, so that's that's where my skepticism and cynicism comes. It's just knowing that no matter what uh, is on the roadmap for the next two patches or whatever, it's not gonna be anything really new until we get that big 
back in tech. We're going to go look for the data. Kimmy, you want to give a brief explanation of what iCaching is for Greystone? Oh, yeah. Basically. So it says it in the demo, or basically in the vision briefing, that you're looking for server numbers. items in their inventory, whether it's clothing, weapons, ballistics, saved items, your 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 actual money in game. Uh it saves in state for you. As you come and go, uh you play the game and you get out, come back in, it saves. Now as these change dynamically whether they're do, stolen. Sorry, can I interrupt just for a second? Do we want to pause the video right now while we do this? What do you guys think? Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Kimmy. Continue. So, so with, with inventory, um and it's and the system is looking at each individual and saying this is what you have and this is what occurred during that day that you played uh those states will change but also you have things that will write up to the persistent uh, universe uh game changing things or uh, uh large scale things that happen uh they are written to the persistent universe and so that as as large numbers of players who do things in the game and then change the universe in a sense that writes out to the persistent universe and it's it holds that state but on a granular or a smaller detail level uh if you if you lose something out there or it's taken you go back into the game and you have to get it back or build up to get those items again so it 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 saves all of those states uh in regards to your your actual items and, it, and that's, tally. that state saving is is more important than just than what's in your inventory. It also means, for example, if you disconnected, you know, with cargo on board, you could come back and you'd still have that cargo because right. that that um, that information is saved off of the game server. Um, but it but that's that's really important too for these big sorts of missions that we're seeing here. You need the you need it to be tracking the state of where you are in the mission uh what items you have on you like so so the mission system needs to be able to talk to the inventory system in order to do these big sorts of missions that we're watching right now and until i is in we won't see that kind of mission and on top of that um, it also will really affect server performance because right now the way that the server, one of the reasons that the server ticks are so low in game is because it's really inefficient the way that the server yes. queries the player, what items they have, what state those items are in, if they're damaged, et cetera, et cetera. It's really inefficient, really bogs down the server. Um, you know, so, so again, like a lot of the problems that we have with AI following paths and AI flying ships and things <laughs> like that, that can't happen until iCache is in because Local servers it, it would just bog down and destroy the server. So like there's, there's, that's why I think there's a misunderstanding that, that iCache is just, an, you know, the persistent inventory system, but it's really like, it is a key piece of backend tech that will allow for like i said these missions that we're seeing here uh you know not losing all your cargo when you when you disconnect um you know uh, having more npcs running around doing things and not derping out and standing on chairs and stuff like that 
the desync that you see uh, is is in large part, you know, connected to uh, to the way that inventory is queuing off, uh, querying off the server and stuff like that. And yeah, basically, so like until that key system is in, the the game is going to stay the same because they're they flat out said that they're not going to build in dynamic missions and stuff or 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 new missions, new types of missions because they just have to go back and rewrite it, you know, later on when iCash is in. So, you know, the dynamic mission system is going to depend on iCash. Like, so much, so much depends on iCash. And and that's why I keep going on and on about, like, give me iCash. Give me iCash. <laughs> because when you see iCash come in, that's when you know in the next couple quarters you're going to see things like persistent, oh, that's the other thing. Uh, physicalized damage, physicalized components, uh, salvage, all those 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 aspects of the game need iCache in order to work. So, yeah. Anyways, like like I I was saying, I hammer on about this all the time. (laughs) I agree with the exclusion of NPCs, though. You don't think that that's... that's, They uh, need server ticks. Uh, They need server ticks that that are written to them uh, because they're they're working in single digits. But when sure. they're able to do double digits, then it's not that uh, the NPCs are broken or anything, or people say it's bugged, but the server ticks need to come up to double digits and sustain that way. So they're working on the server-side object container side of it by uh, setting timing between all the servers. So they work in timing. So that, that way you have That's consistency true. across the NPCs as opposed to them uh, T-posing everywhere. So sure, that, that but you know what else, you know what else will... You know what else will bring up server ticks? <laughs> uh, iCache because you know they <laughs> because, because the servers aren't yeah. the servers aren't just like you know going nuts trying to query everybody in the server and all the like yeah fifty thousand items they have on them and stuff like that. <laughs> so that's why it's hand that's in hand. Yeah. yeah, your server mission right. is going to be a uh, uh, satellite uh, satellite servers working in conjunction. So if now, don't think or don't believe that you will never get a 30K or you get crashes. It sure. will be more local, not globally. Yeah, you'll so still crash. Measures, yeah, you'll see a crash now and then, but the iCache will leave you in that same state and you'll be able to get back in, get totally. back in with your friends, and you're right back in as if nothing happened. All right. Yeah, it's going to be so, so- it, the server meshing will uh, will will be uh, localized and they'll team together to keep your safe states as yeah. well. So yeah, good stuff. All right. So, so let's pick up where we left off at the video. For five. Thank you for the information so we'll, and we'll the conversation. Sorry. I hope we didn't have to keep even more. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't being sarcastic. I was being serious. <laughs> Well, I'm known as uh, Masso into the weeds cast on <laughs> on the captain's table. And the idea with these kind of missions in the longer term is to yeah, have the ability to do like stealth gameplay, exactly. combat gameplay, so, uh, solve some puzzles. Yes. So it's not just going to be about shooting people all the time. Well, uh, and it's something that Tony and you and I have talked about a long time yeah. ago, which is basically breadcrumbs as well. So it yeah. opens up to other aspects. So we want a sort of combination of sort of the procedural dynamic stuff that would be yes. generated by the universe simulation that Tony was showing earlier, plus some more crafted multi-stage kind of more narrative missions. Yes. And it, they all get mixed in to give you a, a really sort of nice 
flavor and variety of things to do. So it's like we need to figure out a good way. We're gonna show we we kind of know a good way, yeah. but as a game player, you would actually have to suss this out. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go back here in the maintenance area. Great. So this here is kind of what I was talking about earlier when I said that I was uh, a little bit disappointed by this. In the future, uh, obviously, the this, AI will have um, certain steps demo that because, they can react to. Because, like, um, and you know, it was obvious you know, when you're watching this that it wasn't anywhere close to being in-game. You know, like the, the NPCs, AI. like they're trying to make it look like you, you're being all sneaky and stuff like that. But in reality, the NPCs just have their, you know, their, their aggro radius is turned off or whatever you want to call it so this was kind of the part where i started kind of going like oh, okay well this is pretty but but dot 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 but man so this makes me think about the uh chapter eight demo uh when uh, i had mark yeah Hamill again it was they were showing like that uh, the, vertical uh, slice of squad exactly yeah. where the cops went through the uh air the yeah. i'm wondering if they borrowed some of that and, tip. Uh, Oh, right over. Yeah, Most assuredly, yeah. Picking up these grates and stuff like that. Except for this one shows a little bit of process yeah, progress is, because when they pick up like the grates and put the them FPS down in the like vertical the, slice, the, the grates just like stood up all weird. Pushing, At least now they fall down properly. Mining, yeah. Could be welding, repairing. Yeah. In this particular case, we're just going to cut the four um, kind of hinges, locks off, so we can take the grate open and get through. That this could be a part of salvaging, especially if you come upon oh, a yep. capital ship. Yep. You're going yep. to you know, go through these uh, vents about, and such, yeah, or have to cut components like out. Whether the weather or the temperature, it's about now. I'm going to channel Griff because like I can hear him saying everything that uh, Sig puts so in the game. They don't use it. It's not just for any other reason. They're going to. It's not waste. They're going to use it. Protect me from fire. I mean, I think even with our combat and everything like that, we want people to actually think about what they need to even do first. Like... <laughs> <laughs> even just like forcing entry too into, uh, you know, like if you're a bounty hunter trying to break into a Mark ship or a pirate, are you, you are know, you're looking for yeah. the you're gonna be able to cut your way no, in. No, he's looking yeah, at ship the ship No, 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 yep. he's yep. on the bottom here. Go down here. Good point there, man. See that square? Move your cursor down. You don't have to go through the front door all the time. Uh, can you tap to it? I'm telling everybody and anybody, you jack my ship, I will work. hunt you down across the entire <laughs> GG, you don't even fly big ships. What are you talking about? <laughs> I will hunt you across right, the entirety of the universe. So understand this. That can't be right, right? Hell hath no fury like a GG <laughs> like scorn. Don't say it, man. Don't say it. it okay? Leave it alone. Don't, Come out. don't, don't do it, man. Don't there we go. You should have seen what happened when I tried to steal one of her chips. That's the, you know, the, as you guys know, there's an inventory, there's a personal inner thought system, yes. which is, uh, Richard, is the personal inner thought with 3.8 or 3.9? 3.9. So the personal, so, yeah, that's sort of work in progress, but the personal inner thought is in 3.9, which allows you to access a whole bunch of, uh, sort of, uh, actions or interactions that are sort of on you or would be your thoughts. Uh, and so that's a very early version that obviously for some reason is 
bugged, but we weren't actually meant to end up triggering that. So we're looking for a, a data card. We're going to steal. Steal. There's a guard on that side. Just make sure you well, stay out of that way, Glenn. There you go. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Take the data card. You can take that one, or I think he's. Oh, make sure you stay out of the way the of the guard that can't actually <laughs> see you. Yeah. It's four. But I see yeah. what they're trying to get here. Like I can rag Maybe on them all they want, but like this would be if this was an actual mission, this yeah. would be pretty sweet, you know. It's rudimentary in like Mission Impossible yeah, style. Your way in. And... Why, yeah, there you go. Yeah. One of the reasons, obviously, why Mike let this to render you unconscious, they, knock like, you out, is supposed to kill you. Yes, yeah, we need that big time. It reminds cool, me a little bit of Hitman, but like with more depth, which I'd be so totally for, because I'm never like charge in and try to kill everything moving kind of person yeah. i really am a you know kind of sneaky and one at a time assassin style just clear the whole place and i would love to be able to just kind of sneak yeah. in download some data sneak right back out never be seen that sounds amazing Totally. And so, so, so you don't want me okay, in your party because I'll be like Leroy Jenkins. I'm like there. Cool gameplay, definitely. Yeah. This reminds me of Deus Ex a lot, actually. Yes. Get out of here with that. Yes. Good point, man. Not wrong at all. Yeah. Man, to be fair, he had a whole, a whole bunch of, you know, not changing ball or stealing ideas, but ball ideas from different games, putting all into this one game. So, he wants to like appeal to different people. Yeah. Different people. Uh, some people like like this kind of gameplay. It's giving a nod. I, I you'll usually hear me say a love letter, sending yeah. a love letter to right. this uh, app. ASX was cool right, in that aspect of stealth right. and yeah. having to uh, circumvent violence and Ooh. just All right, Glenn. stealth. Just pretend that you're blending in. Well, and I, I, I felt like Deus Ex was really like uh, about preparation too, right? Like you had to, yes. and, and that's something that they've constantly said about Star Citizen. When you're going into a mission, you want to like get as much information as possible and be prepared. You know, with your so gear true. and stuff like that. Same kind of situation in Deus Ex. You wanted to like make sure that your build was right and your gear was right for what you were trying to do. Disabling alarm systems, hacking into lights. Holy smokes. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> He always put it on top of his. Okay. 
<laughs> that didn't work out. <laughs> At least it's not as bad as making me jump and last year, the year before, the year before last to the time. Yeah. So, uh, we have non-lethal takedowns now. <laughs> yeah, that was a... <laughs> Yeah, let's get out. Yeah. Super Glenn. Yeah, it's part of that. Yeah. So, melee combat does shift yes. to 3.8. Yes. And you know, the dudes just run just by the corpse laying in the doorway. Yeah. To, uh, to, to knock people out. Knock people out. Yeah. Uh, I do really like that non-lethal uh, non takedown, though, where you, like, you grab the arm and you just like pull the head right into the knee. That one's going to hurt. Grab something kind of warm, but we're not really ready to it. We've actually stashed uh, a getaway yeah. environment suit. And Richard, uh, Trier, I want to bring up to the stage. So, Richard's uh, the lead designer on our active feature team, and I'd like him to talk a little about what is happening right here. And the beginning of the active status system that will ship in 3.9. Oh, I remember so that part. I was impressed by this. An extension of the room system. It, what's about to happen? And the room system contains temperature. Wind speed, humidity. Looks so much better now. Amalgamates all of that into what you're seeing on the HUD at the moment, which is the apparent Including temperature. Me, I passed on the digital so the apparent temperature actually comes in oh, and it's part snap. of our player status system. And the player status system is where you start to feel these environments and the actual environments start to play into the gameplay. So you can see here that actually the physicalized wind, he's actually leaning into the wind. He's putting his hand up to try and shield himself but he's not wearing the correct attire. So you can tell the, the, the physicalized wind and stuff here is like still like on the janky outside, side, but that is something that actually see, is a lot better really now cold. in game. So he's starting so to shiver. You thumped an eye in game, minus, see? Minus well, I never said they weren't, Celsius. Mr. So, SC. <laughs> I said he's actually starting to undergo hypothermia. Which is part of our state effects. A lot of the weather and, hypothermia and atmospheric things that they've been playing in lately, so I've been very impressed with. So his heart starts to raise, his stamina yeah. starts Every to increase. He starts you know, to actually going to these physically start to see how you can literally white out. Into atmosphere. So he starts to be more sensitive to the light. Cloud of smoke or, you and know what I mean? Just yeah. 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 Watching the new hype really maps come out, seeing your body the flora and the fauna on the different moons and the player status system really just incorporates multiple different things. So hypothermia is part of the temperature gameplay, and you're seeing the cold aspect here. I literally walked up to the waters for heat as well as other things as well. Watch the waves lapping up again. It see, was the other so gorgeous. That you see is the wow. yeah. temperature. Water mechanics the other is so nice. The body temperature. Now the body temperature is and I remember watching this and being really body. excited so, for microtech and, and by now? It's getting like, microtech like and going there now no, getting like droplets on your, on your visor. Hearing the wind whip, watching the trees bend That's something that we haven't really, we need the sound still. I find that you don't hear the wind very well and the tech 
they're working on with like the bending trees and stuff now. like that. That's something uh, that we still need to yes. see. Accumulation is meant to be for things like snow, rain, dust, dirt, uh, and that's something that we're looking to have in in three nine. And so that, you really that, feel that the depends on the biome, the, the basically your environment. So yes. and it'll build up over time. Build up. So we better get a warm suit on because otherwise we're gonna essentially pass out. And so then this suit is actually cold. So hopefully. When Glenn puts it on, you'll see actually that the, it's actually frosted. So you can see Actor's actually shivering here as he's putting it on. And this suit is, is more of the cool. Caldera suit that we revealed in the character archetype talk. And this is a, an environment suit that's built for these extreme climates. He's really cold. He's really cold. Oh, I love that part. That that the part that got me when I first saw it. So you'll it. see the visors yeah, frosted up. You can see yeah. this is like getting into your car when it's frozen. It's it's frozen. You've, the visor's actually frosted up. Your suit's frosted up, and as your suit kicks in, this suit has an operating range that can actually survive these temperatures. Yep, it's a physicalized uh, micro. So yeah, and if we go, yeah, and and you'll see it now yeah. because the same effects that we saw on the windshield, you definitely see. Yeah, so in, think of it like uh, your car. So a visor, you, you're going to see because it's a big snow winter storm, snow slush that's going to that's warm in here as it's going out though. It's going to start to get slush, and what we're going to see this gets me is uh, Lessar oh, is oh, tough. And then I think uh, the other person that I'd like to bring up is Mike Snowden, who's the director of visual effects, and his team is being responsible for they did all the uh, have heat shimmer at one point. Here. It was way and overdone and really annoying, but uh, I, man, I imagine it'll bring that back. Same can work in, Ooh, that's an atmospheric effect, too. I don't think rain, you'd see heat shimmer and we've prototyped a lot in, of this stuff outside uh, like snow, an, on an airless the moon. Oh, no, I mean, somewhere in Pyro, maybe magma. Yeah, I mean, so this is all the thing about these effects is they're completely data-driven, so we put a lot of time into creating these rule sets. The way that we all for the effects is completely different to anything we've done before because we know that we can make beautiful looking storm effects but the really cool thing yeah, about this Yeah, I was really impressed when I first saw Earth last year. It's literally the data yeah. that the planet gives us so this ties in with the Planet Tech V4 yeah. which obviously we're, we're showing off today. And, uh, it and ties this suit in with was in the digital the goodies I was, stuff, so I was saying It's like earlier, bringing everything together so it, it, they look fantastic but they're completely driven by the, what the game uh, data uh, is. Yeah, the so happy they gifted me one of their digital goodies, and, and, and so I was able to get the uh, suit. So yeah. I will not I mean, flip or sleep on digital goodies anymore. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the, so the rule sets are things like temperature, even elevation, wind strength, wind direction, even Speaking angle. Of armor and stuff there's a like lot that. of complexity thing I'm in the really rule set that makes it is, uh, really easy, actually, for us in the long term to, to make those effects across like yeah. all the different armors are going to have a lot more, a lot more differentiation between the armor suits and stuff like that. So, and as you see here, we're in fog. It's really happening to sit down and consider what yeah. you're wearing and like where you're wearing you know, it to and why you're wearing it on. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and pockets. We, we, we pockets. We <laughs> pockets on everything on all so, the time, um, please. Right now. <laughs> One of the things before we go too far, the other thing is with the armors, you will run into planets that are outside your temperature range. And uh, so you might last there for 15 minutes, but Obviously, we want to make sure that it's very lucrative for you to be able to, you know, go in there and, and risk reward uh, gameplay for it. 
Yeah, so be equipped. That's why you'd have a big ship. They recently talked about crystallized armor. armor. Okay, so here's um, our rover. Some planets, I, I would, uh, I'm waiting to see where the gravity is so heavy that you and, have uh, to have heavy armor that is more mechanical that will assist you in moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I thought it was a game right, presentation. This is the presentation when we talk about the arm, the cover. Cloth. Didn't they do a? Didn't they do a? Um... Okay, they did. They did. They did do a Drop it now. <laughs> it was, yeah. Gladys. They, no. they did. They did a panel. Okay, that's nice example of. All the physics oh, okay. stuff coming together. The yeah. cloth interacting. The wind. They, they did a panel with the Gladius. Uh, the people who can't hear our producer. And the wind itself here. Uh, one thing I wanted to call out is that the wind is different strengths depending on where you are. So if you're down in the tree line or in the troughs, the wind is actually is a lot slower. And then as you get more exposed, that wind comes out. So it really is a, a dynamic, a dynamic environment. And as you see, as we get into here now, the temperatures come up, the water is evaporating from our visor and we have a clearer view. But of course, the outside of the... I do like the, the blur of the detail Right, let's let let's let um, Sam know that she needs to pick us up. Welcome to Public Space Industries. Enjoy the ride. System check. <laughs> yeah, Griff is a uh, Griff was was mentioning that he was concerned about the the, the level of, the of uh, sight, basically driving in pea suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's holding on the path of the side, like, slow down, slow the hell down. I'm going to need a pickup. He'd be white knuckling it on I the other side. Oh, totally. Oh, dude. Hang on, he's hand not even on a road. Oh, hello? It's like hammering down. Yeah, I'm going to need a pickup down the slope of the a mountain. On my way. <laughs> white out <laughs> conditions. All right, got it. All I know that breaks in our system because we we have a little background. Well, it's zoomed to the right place, which doesn't. Well, doesn't I, yeah, I, I think I think this is streamed up pretty right. clear. I think this is it's a path that they they'd already kind of predetermined. This is server OCS, so we don't have everything all the time now. So when things go in and out, like I, I bet you. No, but I I, I, I bet you they I bet you they practice this one. I think they practice this. I bet. Yeah, they have they have plenty of rehearsals. Look at this. Make sure you get a little noisy for Glenn. Oh, wait, orange beacons. He can follow the orange beacons. That's yeah. true. Well, you can't even see those. They yeah, can't yeah, see you can. those. You can see those. Okay, now I you can. Now there's no more yeah, beacons. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the hard I can. You get eye tagging right. with this stuff. This this will mess and with he, your bottom and line. You had headlights on, but they don't People do your inventory. <laughs> your headlights in the car. Deadly. I can see an argument and see, well, buddy, you damaged my Ursa Rover. I'm going to have to take 10% off the top. Not a scratch. Bad driver insurance. I know. Yeah, but I see I'm twisting between third and first person. That's probably helping a lot. Yeah. But still, that that first couple of couple of um, you know, miles or whatever. Show up, Glenn. The oh, comment man. was made. Oh, that's some hang time. Right. <laughs> the comment was made earlier that the that the rock collisions 
we're possibly off of this, and I think so too. I've seen a couple rocks kind of blow by there where it's like, oh, that would have taken a wheel off. Seeing that carrot probably, overhead, though, was pretty epic. They probably turned the traction up on, on, the, on this vehicle up to 11. Pretty for the pretty I mean. Good job, Glenn. Hey, yeah. I think that was that was the uh, yeah. the, the carrot, <laughs> the dangling carrot for us. I remember when yeah. the carrot operated. Yeah. 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 Oh god, now we, can we do want it. this yeah. shit. Right. Totally. This was like this this set Gib Carrick fever to the. <laughs> yes, the meme. Yeah, that's what I was commenting on. That's a good one, gun. gun. <laughs> And here's an example of, so we're talking about storage. Uh, so these are I have to say, I did fall prey to Gib Carrick fever. Yeah, I initially was just like, I, uh, it was just like, I don't need a Carrick. I don't need a Carrick. Everybody's got a Carrick. I don't need one. And then I see them walking around and I was just like, God damn. <laughs> For a while there, I had to give birth, give fever, but you know, I, I, I calmed down and I'm patient now. I know, I know that the longer I take, the better it'll be. It didn't stop there. We got suckered in on the uh, the skin, the twenty dollars skin. Uh, no, oops. nope. I yeah. most certainly did not get suckered in on that. One. <laughs> yeah. You, you oh, I put it on. You're rare, uh, man. You are rare. Well, I just was like the red stripe. Hey, I got a pretty yeah, hefty crime stop. I just felt it was so low there. effort. You know. Any skin over five dollars, I'm not getting. NCC seventeen oh one. Hmm. Right, come on. So this is our our first iteration of ship AI in, in atmosphere. atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. So we are being tailed by Microtech Security because they figured out that we've stolen the data and yeah. we're making a getaway. Go. All right, come on. So I will turret. This part right here was so painfully cringe. Just really demonstrated yeah. how how bad turrets were. <laughs> yeah. Good point, man. Yeah. Like that, the last enemy that he was trying to kill there was just like sitting still and he still couldn't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna leave to kill me. Okay, come on, let's get rid of it. No firing back. It was scripted for sure. I don't know if it was scripted or was. If it was scripted and you still couldn't manage it, that's uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Saint Austin agrees. She said this is why they picked the turret. Yep. Well, they, they yeah. yeah they, 
Plus, also, these ships don't... Like, if you look, these ships don't have shields on them. Like, these are just direct haul hits whenever they hit, and it still takes them... God knows how long to kill them. Hey, Sam, what are you bank? <laughs> so much better now. Sure. So okay, much better. I just, I just have a hard time in like the, the cringy moments like this with like Chris trying to make it, like trying to hype it like it's all intense, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Everybody look away. <laughs> Shield your eyes. Okay, last one. <laughs> okay, we got one more, right? Was that all of them? No, nope. it's one more. Here he is. Okay. On the plus side. Man, like a lot of the shots that he was missing Sam's there. Basically, flying now the ship to try and give Glenn yes. a good shot. Right. Turrets are oh, actually pretty it. good now. Actually, really good. And the targeting system is a bit a little better. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do it. <laughs> like Go this on. here. This this part. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can actually see a snowstorm in the distance there in the background. As we're leaving, that was where we came from. One last fighter. <laughs> Chris is filling in. Hurry up and kill that last fighter. We gotta, gotta move this thing on. <laughs> no pressure. That's what you just take said. Him out. <laughs> <laughs> Even Pappy trying to get into it. <laughs> Shoot it, shoot it. Okay, Glenn, come on. Chris trying to distract us with the snowstorm. Yep. Now yeah, we know why Glenn was not able to go into pyro I in the last demo. Hmm. <laughs> 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 uh. Okay, I, I, I had forgotten about this part. I didn't know it took, it took this long. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you got him. Maybe. Come oh. on, Glenn. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Hey. There he goes. Yeah, thanks. So what are we doing? <laughs> the whole crowd. Yeah. going. <laughs> the whole crowd went and just went, yeah. Can <laughs> <laughs> we add our mission update? Uh, we get it later. Okay, get out of orbit then. When we run these run-throughs, it did not take, that was the no. longest it's taken. Yeah. I, I, it was, uh, was a bit nervous <laughs> on that one. But to give them credit though, it, it, doing live presentation like this, you can rehearse all you want, but sometimes it, it yeah, some kind of pressure, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've tried screaming and tried to make good content. It's not easy. Glass. It's kind of cold, too. Just I don't know how people do it. Yeah, like Has me remembering Chris mentioned something like that. He's got it. He, he, yeah. he is. He's live. We, you can tell we didn't, we didn't fake it. It's live. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I want to say... Microtech's very pretty. I forget what year, but yeah, I remember, I remember him saying that. When do we get the mission update? On week two, okay. Yeah, you can see the fight. Those are trees down there, those darts. That's cool. 
So is uh, yeah, okay, jaw so dropping. Yeah, this right is this is a pretty planet. Okay, let's get it. Let's get. Do we? Yeah, duck over. The the clouds and the the, the what you see kind of like down among the mountains there. That's in now, isn't it? I can't remember. Just get up, get up, and then yeah. Once no, no, I get out of atmosphere, it should yeah. help. I noticed. I hope. Um, in the storms lately, I was I flown around the atmosphere, around the planet, a couple of days ago, and noticed the intensity of the storm will so pick up to the extent where <laughs> you're right uh, at some moments you're blind, you can't see, and then you have to look at your uh, instrument paddle to see where you are as far as your uh, being above the planet, your altimeter, to see how high up you are. And then as Sam, soon as, I don't know, this do was crazy. As hmm? soon as I was able to see, yeah, I was I heading I right into a cliff. Being, it literally scared me. Yeah. <laughs> it was a spider Dump scared in game. My personal favorite thing is coming out of quantum, and mm -hmm. I forgot to slow down before I went into quantum, so I'm doing like a cool hey. 700. And I come out of quantum, hey. and there's a giant hey. asteroid right there. Ooh. Yeah. You yeah. know, and there's just, there's no circumventing <laughs> it. Kaboom. It's always I remember, I totally remember quantum into a planet, and the planet just get bigger and bigger, and bigger. You don't know yeah. when, 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 when it's gonna stop. And then sometimes oh, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, you, Crusader, <laughs> and it doesn't, and then you go kaboom. <laughs> the anxiety is like, okay, okay, slow down, slow down. It's what like, the? please, whoa, 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 please, whoa. please, 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 <laughs> please. Break, break, break. <laughs> All right. You have no control. No control. Right now. <laughs> it should be. It should be coming. It went to come. You don't need to rush, by the way, Glenn. A lot of doors. I think they really thought out this hey, Link, design you your, um, um, character way. Oh yeah. Uh, laid out. Really good. Yeah, I think they did a really good job with that. The, that that's honestly the thing that sold yeah, me on the character was, so, was when they so were yeah, like doing the walkthroughs, just seeing anyway, how the ship was laid out, cool the crew quarters, you know, everything like that was just like, oh, like they. They they just get better and better and better right, at this. Go. Go, go exterior, glad exterior. Oh, there this part. Go. Oh, okay. I remember this part too. Yeah. I forgot most of it, but there's like specific key things that, that you know don't stick in my mind. And this is spacescaping the, uh, coming in 311 or 312? Uh, 312. Same stuff that we're using for Squadron that, 42 for the coil, but as uh, as you can see, that's something that would uh, usable everywhere else. give us some scenes layer. like we're seeing right now and on screen. Beautiful. I can't wait for that. Something that I will say that a friend brought up to me the other day was regarding my patience Here, with we're, CIG. So we're at the jump point, um, they are to, building uh, a business. System. 
now, and a pioneering video game at the same time. Yeah, two. Two guys. <laughs> two guys. Right? And, and this is a business that they didn't have anything created yet. You know what I mean? This is everything starting from the ground up. They didn't even have an engine when they started building these games. So most AAA games do take 10 plus years to create. You I feel like a lot of this is that we've been a little bit too involved totally. in the creation process. Yeah. And so now it's uh, almost impossible to be as patient like as is necessary. Yeah. I think that's something that's, that a lot of people overlook, so actually. It's that, you know, when they're saying system, eight years and there's still no game and, you know, they made this much money um, and it's like, well, they didn't have that to start. You know how long it takes to, you know, fully furnish and how much money it takes to fully furnish, you know, multiple offices around the world, hire, train, you know. like imagine all the bandwidth they got to pay for. Exactly. Excellent point, guys. Excellent point. Stop and uh, basically drop some. I mean, it's not like Call of Duty where they can turn out one every year because right. they already have the asset from the previous game. And not, not only that, but they've had, you know, 30 years going of. <laughs> Yeah. Now, obviously, you know, time to more put in and system, have one coming out every uh, year. Hire, train, etc. Like et yeah, yeah. All the yeah, HR. Yeah. Well, they they the talk about the, um, you know, they talk about uh, the. Like uh, mismanagement in the early out, years. Well, like no of course you're gonna have some mismanagement when you're building the company from the ground up. Mm -hmm. yes. and, uh, Operating so costs. This is not really a well. This isn't a very R and D. Travel, uh, uh, man, like, that was some of the early in and of itself, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shot right here, though. The, um, the only yeah, why I'm shot. able to filter a lot of this out as far as, you know, the, the patience and getting things online. Truly, this is incredible. Thank you, Uber Nerd. We always appreciate you, buddy. Yep. Thank you, nerds, for coming in. Sort of the infrastructure Hanging out with seven to the nerd. You can have around. Some places would have bigger stations. Um, but as I said, the pyro route isn't a very particularly well-traveled route. But also with this, oh my God. I guess with the cloud tech, you see Uber the nerd rated oh, wow. so hard that my stream dropped. I know. Yeah, mine too. I got good internet. I have good internet. Thank you for that. Appreciate you, sir. Holy smoke. Thank you. Unique points of interest. Welcome, everyone, from Uber Nerd Spring. We're watching SiliconCon, the last presentation from SiliconCon 2019. I'll put the link in. It's about it. 12 minutes away from the end. The adventure continues. Oh, 07, go. Nefarious RP, thanks for the follow. Oh, 07 to you. Stop the music change. This is great. Watching this gate open was like, and I love how you can just kind of see it repeat off to infinity down, you know? It looks so cool. Love letter to um, Stargate, for sure. Mm. I used to yeah. watch that with my mom. That's what I was just going to say. Uh, <laughs> 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 
But that's cool also. Your mom's into sci-fi. So that is going freaking cool. A wormhole is a little bit like no, riding okay. <laughs> You don't really have This is unrelated, yeah, but my wife brought some food in and now there's like a pile of animals next to me, so my green screen may go down here. Get some fun and doing because you know, if they hit that edge, well, I mean, it, when, when, when we're playing, if we, if we hit the edge, it'll be bad news. But uh, hopefully, they have some kind of you know, bounce back or something like that for them. But they got yeah, close to the time to the edge in the freezing haze. I remember this was brought up the first time back in what 2016 with Mark Skelton. You have to anticipate to keep on the course because if you don't. You go off and you go into the boundaries of the wormhole, you could end up just being spat out and just space in the middle of nowhere or severely damaged. Yeah, he's just saying you'll, go, go, you'll wind up in the middle of nowhere if you, if you hit the boundary. You can't hit the wall. Uh, yep, he's contemplating. <laughs> or you can get thrown out to somewhere you're not sure where you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be really cool, you know, if there are like branching paths down these um, <laughs> down these wormholes, so you could have like mm -hmm. potentially, you know, if you're good enough, you could take a riskier yeah, path, so... but it would get you there faster or whatever. We are now in the or system, or, or we jump you in a place that doesn't come out where the main well, jump point does, like maybe a couple thousand kilometers, you know, on your x y or z axis away from the uh yeah, the, the main the jump way, hole if you were trying to be yeah, sneaky you know yeah. and evade scans or something like that i could definitely see that mass if you're trying to escape uh from pirates or yeah. uh enemies and you do a Sam? jump and you try Sam? to go to a branch order, order, away order. From them. back roads in space exactly to, to, to the ruin station sam there we oh, go. There we go. <laughs> All right, Ian. Hit it. Oh, come on. Punch it, Chewy. Come on, October 10th. Good job, guys. Good job. Good job. We made it. Definitely get no some information about Woo! where where we are in regards close to getting close power on the, least, right? On the, on the interaction. Good job. Yeah. Good job, guys. Good job, Mike. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, hang on a sec. I think it, I get another. There should be a slide that we go to. Not a ship. A slide. Come on. Slide. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so in this coming year, um, we were sort of showing you what we're going to do. So we are going to have the pyro system next year. Uh, obviously, uh, that brings in jump points. We're going to have dynamic weather. Uh, you were going to be, you know, Microtech, you're going to get uh, the planet itself in uh, 3.8. Uh, but uh, we'll be opening up new Babbage in 3.9. We've got moons of Microtech that come in, I think, in 3.9 too. Uh, and we'll be continuing. Okay, so the, we have dynamic uh, weather, sort of. We don't have pyro and we don't have jump points. And I'm just going to say it, we're not going to really have that by the end of the year. Kind of coming together. And that the detail that I didn't think anyone thought would be possible. So 
Uh, I, you know. I don't I can't disagree like on that one. <laughs> because you have December. Uh, that's another quarter we work on. And when you look December at Cairo, there's nothing habitable in there other than the space so, station, which is real. So I'd like to give a big shout uh, out. To, they come a long uh, way with you know, uh, space stations because they have the back end tech here, and know, the assets to put together, string together uh, station, space Thank stations. So uh, I wouldn't job. count them out Todd, to some extent. Todd, maybe Richard, just uh, a planet or John, two. John, who I didn't pull up, he got lucky. He didn't have to go but in front again, of people. I, I don't know. Yeah, then how do you get there? And is it going to be on a different server? You know, how's that going to work? Right? Like, I just feel like there's too much for them to work out in the remaining quarter. So thank you, I mean, to all the developers because As I can stand up have, here and uh, you guys all clap Crusader and it's nice that's me, on the docket. Really, well. I'm not doing all this stuff. There's no a lot of really talented The thing is, is it's good to know that we here, don't know, seeing, uh, during uh, the day, but we're going to hear really to some extent where they are and what things like uh, is going to be delivered hopefully soon. Because we have another point for them to get working. And the good news, right, in this pandemic, the good news with SIG is they didn't have to do a lot of preparation for a full-blown star uh citizen call so hopefully that works in their favor as far as developing then, new stuff and then we also have uh you know obviously the event staff and the volunteers have done an amazing job Mr. Chris, i just have to say same thing with gg are you going to share yeah, what, you, what you've been giving going back to the very first one <laughs> to what we are now uh, amazing. Uh, i didn't get any the dogs that. ain't I, getting I, any i didn't get any uh, i think uh, i don't know what leia is but no, she was producing it but she did Ouch. an amazing job david roth he did an amazing job uh, and everyone that did it on the support side to everyone on our operation support marketing thank you for cg and then you guys thank you so much for supporting this crazy dream that's <laughs> getting a little more real every day uh thank you really totally so everyone out there on the internet everyone here uh you know we couldn't be here we wouldn't be getting to do this amazing stuff without your guys support so we really appreciate it and uh so yeah i am very thankful and i guess we talked about maybe do you want to see the carrot commercial one last time or something and then we get some drinks, and I'll be there and sign things. And okay, all right, let's do the character commercial. And thank you, thank you very much, everybody. I don't think I've seen this since, uh, probably since it came out last year. My father always used to say I had wanderer's legs. Pretty skies, give me pretty skies. Mm. <laughs> give me pretty skies. They demoed this once actually too, where the um, the uh, nebula that you see, you know, from down on the planet, isn't a skybox. It's like an actual gas cloud out yeah. there somewhere. Cloud tech. We all wonder what's out there. But Give for me, 
planetary jungle. Like, I would kill for that sort of space, for a sort of Avatar-esque space, you know this what I mean? Kind of like what they were just showing. That hand scene just now reminded me of Gladiator. It did, yeah. Yeah, this right here. A stranger in my own world. I set out to find my path. You know, such a type of gameplay that I want to put in the game. looking all pretty he just comes and like smashes it picks up the crystals <laughs> all my travels for all the trials of the unknown i came to realize that there was really i was talking about this on friday say so the push we talk about the mountain tech people are going to climb those mountains in game where well, i'm not going to and Gigi said she's not going to Gigi certainly is not climbing any mountains real oh and Riff made a good point of mentioning though in this video that the the carrot was reiterated and they came back and uh, updated it accordingly to the design spec. Well, there you go. Everybody who says that you know that they should be able to solo pilot a carrot, well, apparently you can, according to the commercial. <laughs> That was a high open. Oh, I don't know why they'd be false advertisement, right? <clears throat> well, if you let a friend of mine tell her about the freelancer, Vitol was in the <laughs> He sure didn't get that, so. <laughs> we almost put the whole show without someone bringing up the freelancer. Oh, well. No, I'm kidding. But uh, what did you guys think of the uh, um, the, 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 the presentation? Starting with Gigi. I mean, of course I loved it. I've watched it before. I knew I would enjoy it, you know. Um, Did you have any um, perspective compared to it? Like, you know, as Mazelcast said, I, I, I'm a little disappointed in how little we have of everything that we've seen. I will say that the things we do have are, you know, working pretty well and doing what they should be doing, so that's nice. Um, but just... I'm a cynic, y'all. So I'm just see. I'm, <laughs> I'm more of a wait and see kind of person. I I can't throw my money at something I'm not sure of. That's just in my nature. Unless it's a peak, it's a pico doll. Pico is <laughs> happening. This is it. Doesn't matter. That's happening. I will have a pico, real and in game. Okay. You know how loud she just got. If you want to, I do not care. He's an adorable blue stuffed penguin. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> how about you, Kimmy? Uh, what did you think of the presentation now and then? Well, uh, I'm gonna let Mass go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna digest all of this and green. Uh, 
Gigi made some good points there, but I want to, if you don't mind, I'm going to digest it a little bit. All right. Well, I guess Go I kind of, I, I guess I kind of jumped the gun and, uh, and, uh, kind of already gave my, my opinion about the, uh, about the presentation, but like, yeah, I, I just watching it, I just kind of felt like, okay, this is more, this is more dreamer stuff. That's like way down the road. It doesn't really apply to us now and it won't apply to us probably for the next couple of years. Uh, it's uh, going through and kind of watching it again has kind of made me, especially at the end of 2020 or approaching the end of 2020 here has allowed me to kind of look at like, okay, there is, you know, like a good amount of stuff that they did demo in that, uh, that presentation that was, um, you know, that has come to fruition and is even better. Like for example, um, how your character reacts to weather and stuff like that, I think is better now at conveying kind of like the severity of the weather that you're in and less janky looking than it was in the presentation. But yeah, just li little things like I mentioned earlier, like the, the fact that they're, you know, that they're, that the, the stealth aspect of the game was obviously scripted because the NPCs don't have any sort of stealth detection or anything like that. Kind of a bummer, you know, again, then that's not, that's not going to change anytime soon. Um, yeah, uh, so so like I said, I mean, it was fun. It was pretty, and I, I like you know, like like Kemi was saying earlier that if you look at it from the perspective of of the the CIG teams putting something together that says this is this is a visual representation of what we're shooting for, what we're aiming for, and what we're working on, you know, that 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 that, that did kind of give me a little bit of a fresh perspective on it, but. Uh, Overall, I'm still just kind of like, eh, I was way more interested in the panels th this year than the uh, yeah, I can see that than the uh, presentation. You want me to go before you, Kimmy? Are you are you ready? Go for it, Vasco. You ready? Go for it. I, like I said before, uh, I I binge watched the whole thing last last year, so I I, I, I couldn't retain it. So a lot of it, a lot of the stuff is um. They're not seeing it for the first time, but you know we seeing it for, for and, and and remembering what I saw the first time. The first time, but there are a couple of things, a few things that did, that did um, kick in my memory as, as soon as I, I, I was about as soon as it was about to happen. One was just shivering when he picked up the helmet. That was I was I was like wow when I, when I first saw it. I was like whoa, we're gonna get that, and um and seeing the um, cloud tech and everything from the um. From from the character, and then the gate and the, the, the going through it and everything that really impressed me, and I and I and I, and I, and I remember that. So those are my my good, good first good impression. All right, how about you, Kimmy? Well, I think uh, seeing it now and seeing it and having the perspective of seeing it now, uh, back then um, it was about seeing touching on a lot of different components uh, regarding the persistent universe and uh, not, not revealing the, the back-end uh, foundational tech that was needed. It was kind of like a, a, a small post at the end to say, okay, this, this, this is what we need. But they were trying to hit on different aspects. But, uh, but looking at it at that time, 
it was all about the Carrick. It was all about pyro and uh, the physicalized uh, realization of microtech. And so you kind of, you were were really attracted to just that and you didn't look beyond that, but they already had that vision of what they needed and and they were working on the backend tech. But now when you bring it fast forward, uh, it showed that it was, uh, SIG was trying to showcase a lot of the different departments uh, as a whole and then how all this is going to come together eventually. But the the elephant in the room is definitely the foundational tech, the iCache, yeah. uh, the server meshing. And that was the thing to say, well, we this is our <laughs> this is our uh, tech hurdle right here, but we're only going to give you a snippet of what we're going to, you know, what we're bringing down the line. But as long as you're happy to see the Carrick is coming and the, uh, we have some realization of Pyro, we're going to leave it at that. But uh, yeah, the 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 true story is: Will we get any part of the um, the back end systems uh, come the end of this year? Uh, to, not all of it, I'm, I'm sure of that, right? But to what aspect can we get? As far as uh, can we get something going for it with Stanton or, or finishing out Crusader? I'm sorry, or uh, a moon or a planet of Pyro? That's going to be the question. And again. Uh, because it's been so mysterious, they've been holding things close to the vest, and there's not a lot of leaks out there as far as what's going to be shown. Uh, it's it's definitely a mystery, but there's some anxiety and build up as to say, I want to see something, right? So here we are, 2019 and 2020. What will we we uh, see come uh, October uh, 11th or 10th? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say an unpopular opinion here. Pyro's overblown. Like at this, at this, at this stage where they are right now, pyro, everybody wants pyro. And why, why? Like, like again, like, like you mentioned, the elephant in the room there is that backend tech. And without that backend tech, anything that we get with pyro, like if anything that they put in with pyro right now would be premature and it would be ultimately disappointing, you know? So I don't want to see Pyro by the end of the year, <laughs> you know, not not unless we have, you know, some degree of server meshing that allows for a higher player cap or has an ability to hand players off between Pyro's as a, a, like a Pyro server and a Crusader server. Uh, uh, not a, um, oh my God, Stanton, like a Stanton <laughs> server, you know, so yes. that you can kind of like hop back and forth, maybe, uh, you know, iCache. Give me iCash. I'm still crossing my fingers <laughs> for iCash yeah. by the end of the year. I, you know, yeah. that's what I care about. I, I don't care about Pyro. It'll be pretty, but I'd rather see it. I'd rather experience it when Holy. when we when we have the tech to make it something that's worth going to and that and that's that's actually interesting and adds to the game as opposed to just splitting the player base out even further, you know, for some sightseeing and the same old gameplay. Yes. So I'm going for the Jared and said the views and opinion are magic now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. And yeah, I can see uh, more people uh, I'll probably agree with you. They probably would run um, more iCast more than, um, than Pyro. But there are people who like bo- 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 Pyro more or who want both. I guess. So we'll see how that comes. I would be thinking about getting all those stuff. I want both. 
Well, yeah, I wouldn't take. I wouldn't say no to both, obviously. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, did you got them to, to give us a shout because if y'all can't see, I am super cute today in all my Soul Citizens merch. You know, ooh. Uh, mm. <laughs> but yes, we do have hats, we have shirts, we got mouse pads, and we got mugs. So check down underneath us and get your merch, you know, become a true soul citizen. <laughs> and don't forget, don't forget to follow us on social, social media. We got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Yo, especially YouTube, that's where you post the, um, the shows in case you missed this one. You catch it, catch it on YouTube. And also join us on Friday Night Live on Friday, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, 8.30 p.m. Pacific. So come on by for that. Uh, Meso, you have the thing you want to plug before we go out? Um, actually, I guess, yeah. I haven't, I haven't been streaming a lot lately, um, but I'm working on something uh, called the Absolute Zero Effort Podcast. And uh, we're basically tackling not so much video game stuff it's a bunch of my other kind of nerds friends and we we get uh, we we're lining up kind of some experts in different scientific fields to do some wild speculation um most of us are completely unqualified so uh it's it's yeah we we, we like i said it's in the name there it's absolute zero effort zero. we 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 have uh we we have done no research but we will absolutely speculate wildly so if you want to come yell at your screen for an hour or so while we get things wrong that's uh something that i'm working on so that will be uh i will be broadcasting that on my twitch stream so that's twitch.tv slash massacast but um primarily it'll be uh it'll also be going up on uh youtube channel just don't have that all together but if that is interested is interesting to you if you like science futurism tech stuff like that we're gonna do a, a bunch of different episodes we've done one already on consciousness transfer uh which was really fun cloning um done a, a one really really like hodgepodge thrown together absolutely zero effort one on uh the the discovery of phosphine gas in the atmosphere of venus which uh, is a pretty strong indicator for life. uh for life in the atmosphere um but yeah so that's the kind of stuff that we kind of deal with um i will be giving updates on that kind of stuff uh on my twitter which is um masscast just at masscast on twitter we were actually going to do one today, but uh, our particle physicist friend got seriously ill and uh, mm. may may have a kidney stone or something. So he was not mm. up for a <laughs> was not up for a podcast today. So unfortunately, that one's postponed. But yeah, our next one we're getting together with a uh, part particle physicist of ours, a friend of ours. We're going to talk about stuff that's kind of on the limits of of uh, human human ability to conceive. Um, going to talk about kind of the nature of reality from a quantum physical perspective uh entropy flow of time etc etc if you want to melt your brains out your ears this will be a good one but uh yeah um updates on that on on my twitter channel when when we get that one out we just but, watched um tony z last week so i had enough melting my brain for yeah. out of my ears for, for a while yeah how about you kimmy no way can i follow that but you can reach me on uh, 
uh, Kimmy65, uh, streaming on Twitch, uh, do a lot of uh, Star Citizen uh, stream, uh, gameplay, uh, tech questions, uh, joystick setup uh, debates and, you know, discussions and how to set things up. So you'll find me there. I'm hanging out and I'll, I'll pop in on Friday Night Live and have conversation with uh, everyone in regards to uh, gameplay and whatnot. Definitely good stuff. Good stuff there, Mastercast. And you, Everybody knows where to find me. You can just find me at all forms of social media at the Green Eyed Gal or Green Eyed Gal. Spell it directly the way you see it spelled there. If you leave out the Y and you find someone who looks like me, they created a page and it's not me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that because a couple of y'all have had that as a problem. <laughs> um, so let's not do that anymore. Okay, okay, great, wonderful. I'm gonna bring you to the talking find the link again. But um, I'm having a special on Tuesday on the base radio. I'll put that in the chat. Um, we're doing it. Doing a special special episode on 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 base radio from Tuesday. Um, doing a flight of rhythm. So it's like R&B, soul, and some pop. Uh, coming by that starts at 8, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. And definitely Fast Cat's birthday is coming yeah. up, and we're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, be very nice oh, to yeah. Fast Cat because he getting old, y'all. <laughs> yeah. To the bar and have have a beer with him for the first time. I'm not gonna lie, I was excited to see Fastcar for his birthday and hang out with him, and I was a little yeah. bummed because I was like, "Oh man, we were gonna do the bar citizen for his birthday and have a good time." So that, that was the plan, but Maybe that didn't year, come to fruition. Hopefully, be cool. Year. Yep. All right, all right, everybody. We are going to be raiding someone named Sealable Bag. And Sealable Bag is starting a new job tomorrow. So if you would all congratulate him, give him all the hand claps and the happiness. This is a time where it's hard to find jobs. So getting a job is a great accomplishment, you know? Yes. Give him some love. And we will see you guys next week. Love, peace, and soul.